Well, hello there, friends, family, and folk who somehow found their way here. This is the Gospel According to Rob, our inaugural episode, and little buddy and I were so excited that we just kind of leaped into the thing. And so after the fact, I figured I'd better add some kind of little intro. At any rate, we are, as I said, very glad you're here. We hope you find it entertaining and informative. We know you'll find it irreverent. Anyway, without further ado. Hi, my name is Rob, and this is the Gospel According to Rob. And I'm here with... Who are you? Hi, little buddy. And I, I got to tell you, Rob, I'm so excited to be here debuting the first episode. I mean, it's, it's truly an honor. Uh, so, yeah, let's, let's, how you feeling? How you doing? How you doing? I am feeling absolutely excellent. I know we tried to do this. We tried to do it last week. It didn't work out. We had technical difficulties. I'm putting this, I'm putting this bitch up right here. I don't care how it sounds. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I, I'm with you. I'm ready to get out there. I'm ready to, to make this happen. I mean, you know, I, I've had a, a, a chance to get to know you. So I know that when you when you bring your gospel, you bring it. And that being the case, let's get into that. Let, in fact, we're going to do this from now on. We're going to start these episodes off. I'm going to ask you, what is the gospel according to Rob today, Rob? What, what's the gospel according this week? The gospel according to Rob is... Two prunes each and every day can change your life. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay, so you know you got to break this down for me. You talking about prunes like the little, the little dry plum, right? That exactly. Okay, so I'm interested. You, you got my attention. How can two prunes change your life? I need to understand that because I had prunes for a while. So I'm assuming you, you, you eating prunes each and every. I got to have them. And how are they changing your life? There is a thing called regularity. <laughs> Lord. And it's a beautiful thing. Okay. It's a beautiful thing. And I had forgotten how wonderful it was. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't want to, you know, I didn't I didn't really intend for this to be the first subject. But um but I had a hip replacement a few years ago. Okay. And um, then I had another procedure like a few months after that or a few months before that. At any rate, I had a couple of different procedures where I was put under anesthesia for a couple of years. And I don't know if you know it or not, but anesthesia tries to factor with your, with your regularity. Well, well, talk about it. And it did for me. And... Um, I really didn't mention it for quite a while, and I was just okay. You know, this is the new normal. You know, when you when you start getting old, the new normal, the new normal changes, <laughs> right? Almost on a monthly basis. <laughs> Always finding something new when every day you, know, you wake up. <laughs> you know, I wake up. There's a different pain. I say, "Well, Jesus, I guess this is how it's gonna be," <laughs> and I roll with that. You know. So how did prunes change your life, though? Because I, I got to understand that. Well, you know, um, we had a bout of severe irregularity. Okay. And um, so much so that my wife noticed. And she said, you know what? I'm going to get a bag of prunes. And you're going to eat two prunes every day. I said, the hell you say? I'm not eating no damn prunes. <laughs> but you know how you do stuff? Just so... Wives, you don't know anything about this because husbands don't do this. But wives will get on something and they would chew it like a stick of Wrigley's and they will work the flavor totally out of it <laughs> until finally the husband gives in. So finally I gave in. I started eating the two prunes a day. Um, about four days later, I was like, Eureka and hallelujah and... <laughs> All those, you know, all those great words. Because it was a paradigm shift. A paradigm shift. Paradigm shift in a brother's regularity. And I've been eating two crews a day ever since then. It's been about a month and a half now. And it's just, you know, like I said, regularity is a beautiful thing. 
Y'all heard it here first. The Gospel According to Rob. First episode is... Two prunes a day will change your life. <laughs> I'm in it. I'm gonna give it a try. I'm, I'm gonna tell you something. This quarantine, you know, has had me put on some little extra weight. I didn't think I was gonna. I'm just eating everything. I'm backed up. So I, we could all use a little cleansing in our system. So I'm with it. Two prunes. Let's go. We be getting a big, big ass Costco bag of prunes. <laughs> and it works. I'm with it. I'm with it. But, um, Enough frivolity. Uh, you know, folks, with so much going on in the world today, little buddy and I had been talking about what we were going to talk about in this first podcast. And you know what? There's so much stuff. We pretty much have decided that we are not going to get through everything that needs to be talked about. Hence the weekly podcast. Um, but there are certain things that must be talked about. And um, what do you think the first one is, little buddy? You know what? It's going to have to be that damn Roro. <laughs> that Roro. Let me tell you something. Man. Roro, Rona, Corona, Corona Lachey, the virus, whatever you call her, that heifer, she didn't came to change the world, Rob. She's a bitch. <laughs> She's a bitch. She has changed the world. Um, Are we scared? I mean... I ain't gonna lie. Like, hell yeah, we scared. Let me tell you something. Like, these numbers, we live in California, and these numbers have not stopped going up. And every other day, we dealing with a Karen who don't want to wear a mask. I mean, I, I know me, I'm I'm, I'm being careful as hell right now. Uh, what, what do you think? Are you scared? Hell yeah. I'm old. <laughs> I'm old. I'm scared as hell. I'm scared AF, as the kids say. <laughs> yes, I'm with it. <laughs> you know, and I was wondering if it was okay for me to say what the F stands for. And I think I've kind of decided that, you know what, I'm not, I'm just not going to say that. I'm just going to say AF all the time. Yeah. Because I like that. And because there might be some church folk on here. <laughs> In fact, I know there's some church folk on here. Yes. Praise the Lord, church people. Praise the Lord. That's right. <laughs> That's right. God is good every day. All the time. All right. <laughs> hey, it is the gospel. Okay. It's, it's still the gospel. Gospel according to Rob. Yeah. But anyway, um, like you said, I wouldn't be afraid if we were using some good old American ingenuity and common sense. But we don't seem to be doing that. In fact, folks are just acting a damn fool out here. Preach. You know? And they have somehow tied this into politics. It's like Democrats wear masks and Republicans don't. Now, I know that there's a lot of Republicans out there wearing masks. But there are a lot that don't. And it seems to me like all the people that aren't wearing masks are Republican because they're doing all that other stuff that goes with being a crazy-ass Republican these days. In fact, um, you know, people breathing on folks, people coughing on yeah, folks. Yeah, to me, that is permission. The moment you invade my space, that's permission for me to whoop your ass. Sorry, Christians, but that is permission for me to whoop your ass. If you're going to get in my space. You know what? And we are not going out a lot. And that's one of the reasons I'm not super duper scared because I'm staying my ass in the house. That part. Basically. But, um, you know, we go to Costco. We go to the grocery store. Right. And um, I'm telling y'all right now, if you see a brother in Costco and you don't have a mask, and you walk up on me sucking oxygen and exhaling, <laughs> prepare to catch these hands. <laughs> you know All right? I am old, but I can still throw these hands. Yes. And you can still catch them. <laughs> I'm with that. All right? Just so everybody knows. Now that video will go viral. That that I would love to see. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because, you know, because um, sometimes, you know, look, I ain't walking all that great. And I hop on one of those scooters and ride around Costco. <laughs> That'd be a hell of a thing to have an old fat man <laughs> jump up off the scooter and punch you in your snot locker. 
I'm with it. Just do a hit and run. Just drive hey. by, run run over them real quick and keep going. I know. Hey, man, come, you know what? Those things are slow as hell, though. Oh, yeah, that's true. But anyway, getting back to this. A woman in Brookfield, Wisconsin, school board meeting. The woman stood up and said, and this is a quote, mask wearing and social distancing is a pagan ritual that I, as a Christian, will not allow my children to participate in. Wait, uh, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. So you, you're telling me that this lady is saying that her wearing a mask is a ritual that goes against her religion? The word she said was pagan. Wow. So like, I, I know that pagan, pagan rituals is 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 a uh, you know so it's a a religion that is steeped in what people say is is you know demonic and the devil. So she's saying that by wearing a mask to prevent the spread of a disease that can cause death or her catching it is 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 a sin. Is she saying that it's like an act of? That's what she's saying. It's right? a pagan ritual. And just based on what you just said, I know that sometime in the future, we're going to do paganism slash Christianity. Oh, yeah, we got to do that. Because that's interesting. You ever read the Da Vinci Code? I have read the Da Vinci Code. Oh, oh, you know what? We we can do a whole thing on that. Yes, yes, we can do that. But not to know. No. (laughs) So, um, so what the hell is up with this woman? Um, she's, is she from Florida? No, Wisconsin. Oh, okay. Well, that's different. Because remember them Florida women stood up talking about all that, about wearing a mask. Did you see that video? No. Uh-uh. You ain't seen that video? Rob, you got to see that video. It was some of the same rhetoric. The, you know, it, it, it's toxic. It kills me. It violates my rights. It, it's just another Karen, to be honest with you, trying to, you know, further the the agenda, you know, of freedom and her rights. Because that's a stretch. I mean, I've heard some wild stories, but... I mean, what you think about that? That's the most ridiculous thing I've heard. I have a friend that used to say, um, we keep trying to make stuff idiot-proof, but every day, God creates better idiots. That's dope. I'm going to have to use that. (laughs) It must be, because you know what? You would think that by now, with science and... Science and medicine and education, we should have this shit on lock by now, right? How, how, how did we even, how did politics even get in the mix of this, y'all? This this is science. <laughs> it's, it's, it's science. It's, you know, prevention. And, and people are bringing in religion and politics to science. That, that, that baffles me. Well, see, and that brings us to the next thing we need to talk about. We're going to get off the Rona. Just um, be nice, be considerate of your neighbors. Wear a damn mask. Wash your damn hands. And social distance. No, I don't want to come to your party. Do not invite me. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. There's kids in in Georgia. Yeah. And like 300 and some people at a big party. And now 100 of them got the Rona. Man. And you know what? They deserve it. <laughs> That's oh, no. what I'm talking about. Oh gosh. But anyway, we're gonna move on from the Rona and we are going to answer the question that you just asked, little buddy. Um, how did this get to be a part of politics? And that is because the Mofo living up in the White House, whose name we're never gonna mention on this show. Okay, well, what do we call him? You know what? Let's call them something different every week. <laughs> okay. Okay, I like but that. But just generally, the pronoun is going to be that mofo. Okay. But we're going to give them. We're going to give them an official name every week. This week, let's see. Let's call him the fool who shall remain nameless, but everybody know who the hell he is because he put barbed wire up around his crib <laughs> like his Compton in the 1980s. <laughs> All right? I'm for it. Okay. There it is. All right. There it is. That's that's his name. All right. And he's a fool. Oh, he's a fool. 
He's a fool. But he's the one that started all of this. Man. With the whole, um, see, now, and we were really doing this whole, like, you know, CNN, MS, MSNBC, PBS type thing. We would just put up a whole bunch of clips of him saying ridiculous stuff. Just stupid stuff that makes but, sense. We don't really need to do that. This is how he started out. He started out with, well, we got it on lock. It's just over in China. It ain't coming over here. Then he said, well, it's only 15 people and next week it's going to be zero. Then he said, um, what did he say after that? Oh, you know what? It's really just only like a cold or it's the flu. And then his other fool with a radio show, Rush Limbaugh, he said, people, people, the coronavirus is the common cold. And so they rolled with that for a little while. The whole um, the whole White House establishment, Rush Limbaugh, Mitch McConnell with his turtle looking ass. <laughs> um, you know what? I think it's going to disappear like magic. It's going to be a miracle. It's just going to disappear in the next couple of weeks. Watch and see. QAnon. Oh, we got to get on QAnon later yeah, on. Yeah. Because that's crazy. Yeah. I'm going to need all you people in Hollywood to stop eating those babies. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. You know? <laughs> wow. But um, then he said, and in the meantime, he's like, I totally have it under control. Oh, gosh. Then he said, well, you know what? If it's on the table and you spray Lysol on the table, <laughs> then it kills the virus. Oh, God. So why don't some of y'all just drink some Lysol? Or maybe we could do it by injection. Oh, my gosh. And see if that works. And then he looked over at an actual whole doctor and said, shouldn't we try that? Write that down. We should do that. Mm-hmm. Okay, by this time, we're up to about 75,000 deaths, right? Mm-hmm. So now we're double that. And he's like, A, I ain't talking about I ain't talking about it no more. And B, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. He said it is what it is. I can't believe that. 150,000 Americans died. Oh yeah, and plus, Obama really handled H1N1 really, really incorrectly. Because three people got it and one person died. But I got 150,000 here and it is what it is. It's crazy. It's unbelievable is, is what it is. I, I, I feel like this is some joke or some bad dream that we are just sleep. Somebody turn on the alarm and wake us up. Cause this man is seriously, his story continues to evolve over and over again. I mean, how do we even believe this man at this point, Rob? Well, we don't. Have you ever actually listened to him? Uh, sad to say yes. Yes, yes, I have. Because I have heard him do like 45 seconds where no one word was connected to any other word. It was just like completely incoherent. <laughs> and this is in an interview that he's supposed to be prepared for. You saw that Axios interview, I right? Saw, man, that was... Very, very, very interesting to watch. Yeah, because Homeboy blistered his ass. I loved it when he had all the little maps and charts. And um, he was like, well, look, look at this, look at this. And he was going through a chart and said, look, we look good on this one. Look, America's low on this one. And Homeboy said, that don't mean what you just said it meant. And then he just kind of stopped for a second. And then he flipped through the papers again to get another paper out. I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> you know? And granted, we know he actually stole the election. Even, you know, even discounting the whole electoral college thing. There you go. Which we will talk about in depth prior to the election. Oh, yeah. We're going to have a whole election show. We got it. Because um, when we get to um, when we get to Black Lives Matter, and they do, don't worry. We haven't forgotten about that. They still that. do. <laughs> they still do. Ooh, I just totally lost my train of thought. I hate when I do that. But sometimes y'all got to bear with me. Happens to us all. Because a brother is getting up in age, like I said. But, um... I don't want to talk about his politics anymore. I want to ask this question. 
with the things that he has said about his daughters My goodness. in the public eye. What do you think he says about them when the cameras and the microphones are not around? That's a, what does he say to his daughters? That's a scary thought right there, Rob. What does he grab? Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, Is he feeling up his daughters? Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, we already know he's thinking about screwing them because he talks about dating. And when men say dating, we really mean screw. I just don't. Huh. He just, it kind of leaves you with, with no words to say. I mean, this man holds the highest office in the land after talking about dating his daughters, grabbing WAP. <laughs> I'm saying like WAP. Grabbing that WAP. Um, you know. What is WAP? WAP is uh, wet ass pussy. That is WAP. You know, I thought you were going to say white American pussy. <laughs> Is that too? I mean, I, I'm sure it's that too. You got to listen to that song by Cardi B. We're going we gonna to do a whole reaction to that. We'll do a reaction to that later. Like the two little kids? Yeah, like, 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 the, the, two, two, like yeah. the two little boys? <laughs> we'll do a whole Y'all seen that when they listen in the, in the air tonight? That was and Hope would say, oh no, he dropped a beat in the middle of the song. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, because we made actual music back then. Yes. That, you know, we just got so much to talk about because uh, music, that needs to be a whole episode. What the hell happened to music? You know what? We are going to talk about music a little bit each and every show. We got to. But not a whole lot more in this show. No. Because this is the first one and we just trying to give everybody a, a little taste. A little sample. A little T90 bit. A little Costco sample. As Earth, Wind, and Fire said. <laughs> you can Google Earth, Wind, and Fire if you don't know who that is. If you know who that is, you should be listening to this show. Earth, wind, and fire. Come on now. All right, let me stop. You no, because you know what? Shit. People don't know everything. Everybody don't know everything. That's true. Let me shut up. You're right. And gospel according to Rob. Everybody you meet knows something you don't. Put that on a t-shirt. That's good. <laughs> Say that again for the people in the back. Everybody you meet knows something that you don't know. Could you imagine... What the world would be like if we all lived our life knowing that, thinking we didn't know everything. Just take a moment and let that marinate. Okay. Okay, is that long enough? I think that's good. All right. <laughs> Here's my thought on that. In a perfect world, people in a group would delegate authority based on competence. And it would be a fluctuating thing. It's like, okay, we're gonna build a chair. So Joe here, you good with a hammer and nail, so you're gonna be in charge of the chair building. And then 10 minutes later, we're gonna build a spreadsheet. So Marianne, you hellified on the computer, so you're gonna be in charge of building the spreadsheet. And so on and so forth. But when somebody knew the most, they would be in charge of that particular thing. And that way, we'd get the best of everything all the time. I like that. Problem with that is, hmm. in a democracy, ain't no way. Yeah. It's kind of like Divergent. I don't know if you've yeah. read those books or seen that movie. Oh, yeah. It's kind of like Divergent. I read the whole, I read all the three books. Oh, I saw the first movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like that. That's with Trish, Trish and Four. Right? Yeah, it's good. It's yeah. a good movie. Yeah, it is. It is. Gospel according to Rob, always read the book before you watch the movie. Agreed. I agree with that. Whenever possible. Anyway, let's go back to um, that mofo that in man. Washington. Mm. Just right quick. He already knows he's getting ready to lose. That's why he's trying to steal the election. Mm. With all this post office thing. He's trying to steal the election. A. B. He um, says, well, since they spied on me on my first campaign... I should get another term. Republicans, because I know y'all out there, because y'all be lurking on my Facebook page. <laughs> so I know you're out there. I would call your name, but I ain't going to. But I got a little thing for you later on. <laughs> so anyway, your boy's going to try to steal the election, even to the point, even to the point of destroying the post office. We're in a pandemic right now. Everybody and their brothers shopping through the mail. Mm. Amazon blowing up. Jeff Bezos. 
mm. has made $69 billion this year. Wow. People get their prescriptions through mail, through the post office. Because frankly, probably a hospital is the most dangerous place you can go these the days. The most dangerous place. Your boy don't give a damn. It's just, it's, it's incredibly he inconsiderate. It's inconsiderate. It's inconsiderate because he's living in his little white privileged world where he feels like, you know, they'll be all right. You know, you know, you know how he is. You know what I mean? He's so, this man is so afraid that he's going to lose the election that he is. Have you seen all the mailboxes that are locked up and that have been removed from the streets? Come on. Who that mofo? I never, I never even knew you could take a mailbox. Literally, I was scrolling down Facebook and I seen all these mailboxes with red tape locked up. And and check this out, they have dismantled the sorting machines. Many, not all of them, but many sorting machines have been dismantled. You know what? A lot of them have been dismantled. I understand that there are close to 700 of them that have been picked up. Um, or at least taken out of the post office building. I understand that all of them have not actually been dismantled and many of them could be reassembled. And in fact, the postmaster in Tacoma, Washington, um, I think I read someplace today, put his back online. Really? In spite of the directive to not put them online. I wonder what prompted that. Hmm. Common sense and scrutiny, um, patriotism, real patriotism, where you do what's best for the country and not fake patriotism, where you talk about athletes because they kneel down to protest the national anthem. Wow. And, you know, we're kind of going to take it as a given that anybody that is within the listening area understands why black athletes lead. Right. Why they kneel. Um, we may at some point go through the whole thing about exactly why it is important for black athletes to use their platforms and we will get into um, Jim Brown and Kareem um, and Muhammad Ali and Kurt Flood. Um, that sounds like a series to me, Rob. That, that sounds like a series. That's it. It's it. It's at least an episode. Yeah, yeah. It's it. It's at least an episode, and um, and um, actually, and I think I may have changed it now, but at one point. If you looked on the Gospel According to Rob Facebook page, did we even talk about the Gospel According to Rob Facebook page? I don't think we did yet. Because there is one. This is the perfect time to bring it up. Okay, well, there is there is <laughs> one. Facebook.com, the Gospel According to Rob. Um, we're gonna pop some things in there from time to time. In fact, I'm gonna try to, I'm gonna try to stick a little of the gospel up in there on a daily basis and we will comment on things that are happening because we are not going to do this more than once a week. So you know what that means, Rob? What's that? We need the listeners to follow. Y'all got to follow now. Yeah. We want to hear from you. We want your participation. Yeah, you know, you can, you know, if there's something you want to talk to us about, you know, stick it up there on the page. Um, if you got any questions, you know, ask those and we'll answer suggest topics we'll look into those not crazy stuff <laughs> maybe a little bit yeah a little crazy stuff a little crazy oh, never hurt nobody right. okay look look crazy stuff never hurt nobody all right at any rate um at any rate we're talking we're talking about um athletes using their platform but you know what's crazy? You, you, you know what's crazy about that, Rob? Like, I mean, if you think about it, for the most part, these athletes are kneeling in support of the injustices of black people. I mean, right? Exactly. And I don't know how to say it. 
Well, you know what? Um, here's the thing. Here's the thing, and it is that white folks, y'all just can't always be telling us what to do all the goddamn time. I mean, that part, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, it's like you want us to be quiet and calm and respectful and patriotic. But that shit has not worked so far, people. You know, a brother still ain't got no reparations. That part. That's a whole nother show. Whole nother show. I still got to, I still got to worry about if I drive down the street, is a cop gonna kill me? If you go into a store, are you gonna get followed around and accused of stealing something? Yeah. Is some white woman gonna come and say, I'm just gonna call the cops on you? And say black folks, come get them. Rob, have you ever been there? I've never been here before. Where you go into a a, a building or a, a nice place, and you go into the elevator, and you're standing next to a Caucasian woman or or Caucasian teenager, for that fact. Do you ever have that small voice in your mind that says, "Just wait for the next elevator"? Or should I go in the elevator with this with this moment? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, without a doubt. Because um there are many things that can happen in that situation and ain't but a couple of them good for a brother like me. I'm just saying. I'm gonna give you a for instance. We lived in some apartments in Downey, Downey, California. And this is not, this is the place where I lived. I've been living here for like over a year. Right, right. I get in the elevator. There's a little white lady in there and she cringes up into the corner and tries to make herself as small as possible and clutches onto her purse and acts like, you know, Acts like she's a black guy and I'm a white cop, basically. She don't, she don't know if she's getting ready to die. I said, lady, you know what? You don't even have the right to do that. I have done nothing to you. Mm. I live here the same way you do. I know who you are. I'm sure you know who I am. But still, and this was, you know what? This might have been pre-cell phone. Wow. But if that woman had had a cell phone, it could have been 86 cops waiting for me when, when the damn elevator door opened. Pretty much. You know, you know? Crazy thing about it is, you know, you got to think about where this all stems from. You know, it, it stems from the, the systematic racism that has made black men villains. They villainize black men you know, they 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 made us seem like we are just out here trying to rob and steal and rape and do all these things that are perpetrated by the media. And so, you know, these Karens and these people out here not, you know, educating themselves on the experience of the black men, not even giving an opportunity to for them to be free thinkers and open up their mind you know, have these preconceived notions based off of some movie they seen on BET or something they seen on an after school special and want to just villainize all the black men. You know, I mean, this stems back from 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 slavery, from, from everything that black people have done that has led up to this point in time now. Okay, see, you hit on so many things in that <laughs> statement. See, you try to get... You trying to make me overload. You up there dropping my Temptation CDs. Oh what? my God. Uh, oh, oh yeah, this Phoenix oh, rising. You don't even know nothing about that. I don't know nothing you about this. You don't even this. know nothing about that. But anyway, that's a thing for another show. Yes, it is. Put my Temptation CD back up there. Don't yeah. worry. I will alphabetize it back later on. Just stick <laughs> it up there on the rack. And yes, all my CDs are alphabetized. <laughs> but, um... You hit on so many different things there. And we ain't got all that much time because we're trying to wrap this up. We're trying to do this in 45 <laughs> for this first show. Right. But you tried to overload a brother right there. <laughs> I'm just saying, I mean, 
But let me tell you, Dunk, before you come in with some more hey, stuff. I'm, I'm good. Let me let me lightly touch upon a couple of things that you mentioned there. It is true. Black men have been criminalized ever since the end of slavery. As soon as the Civil War was over and the slaves were emancipated, came the Jim Crow laws, known in the South as the Black Codes. Hmm. This is where every law about loitering, trespassing, and vagrancy came from. They were all designed to put black men into jail. And if you look at the Constitution right now, the only way that slavery is still legal is for prisoners. Wow. So white folks did everything they could to turn black men black back into criminals, including making it against the law to ask for something to eat for your children, even though they were not giving you a job. Hmm. Okay, so that's a whole show Damn. that we that we can talk about later on, but I just wanted to hit on that. The system is fixed. It's against us. The system is against us, Rob. It always has been. It always will be since 1619, my brother, Damn. since they brought the first of us over here. It has always been fixed. It is still fixed in 2020, and we will talk about the ways it's fixed in 2020, but that's another whole show. Damn. All right. I hope y'all stay tuned because we got we got so much to talk about. But um, now what else did what 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 else did you even say there? System, I don't even know. System, <laughs> I talked we talked about systematic racism. Man. Is it systematic or is it systemic? Systemic. Because I hear both of those, and to me they mean the same thing. Yeah, I think I think it's systemic. It means the same thing. And it means the same thing as systematic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It means that it's built in. It's institutionalized. Yeah. It's part of America. It's the very fabric of America. Gospel according to Rob. Racism is so American that when I talk about racism, white people think I'm talking about America. Wow. But you know what? It's, it's true, Rob. I mean, it's true. You don't, you look at these other countries in, in around the world, they don't have this issue. They weren't, I mean, slavery has existed in, in, in several different places, but they never oppressed black people like America did. Well, not like America did, but they, you know. But envy of the black man is not peculiar to America. All right. Say that again okay. for the people in the back. I'll hit it one more time. <laughs> Envy of the black man is not peculiar to America. It is peculiar to Caucasians. But it's Caucasians all over the place. And everywhere there are Caucasians, there is envy of the black man. So, 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 and we ain't even getting ready to get into why that is. I, I want to ask you a question. So, with all of that being said, with all of the last what ten minutes that we've been talking about, what do you think about what has recently happened in America with Black Lives Matter? Oh, you mean the fact that like it became a trend for a minute? Out of your mouth to God's ears. All of a, all of a sudden, everybody was jumping on Black Lives Matter. Okay, white folks in America, people in France, people in Germany, all of all over the world. Everybody was like, I don't know if I heard very much in South America, but quiet as is kept. Black folk get straight up dogged in South America. Oh wow, I didn't even know that. Oh, take your ass to Brazil, and that's another show. Okay. <laughs> So, but um, here's the thing. Racism in more than a small part 
is built on white women's fascination with black men and white men's awareness of it. I said that quick and hope it slipped by some folk and I ain't saying it again. Wow, I know that hit. <laughs> that 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 hit. I think people are gonna be rewinding just to hear that again. Is that I'm not saying it wow. again. Wow. This week. Wow. Damn. But that could be a show. I don't know if we're gonna do it, but it could Woo! be one. You shut it down with that. See. That's something that has to be unpacked on so many levels. Okay. I laid that out there. I'm gonna let that marinate. We're gonna come back to it at some time in the future. We wanna say a little bit about Black Lives Matter and the fact that it trended for good. Oh man, was it two or three months? That's what it seemed like. I mean. Does it seem like it's dying down now? Absolutely, nobody's really talking about it. We're not hearing anything about protests. There are no more protests. And if there are no more protests, there is no more opportunity for the white people that sincerely believe that black lives matter and sincerely believe that these things need to be addressed. There is only one way for you to express this now, and it is to live your life as though black lives matter. And it is to call people out when they act as though black lives don't matter. Even if it's your racist Uncle Joe that talks a bunch of smack every Thanksgiving or the people you work with or your mama and your daddy or your spouse. Silence is, when you're silent, in my opinion, you're saying it's okay. You are saying it's okay and silence is deadly mm -hmm. to us. You know, there are people that are outwardly racist. And then there are people that are okay with people being outwardly racist. I got no use for for any of those people. And, and you know what? And I have a lot of white friends and they will tell you it's kind of hard to be Rob's friend if you're white. Because <laughs> I'm going to call you out on your stuff. And I'm going to tell you when you do things that give the appearance of being racist. Mm. To wit, this is one of my huge pet peeves. If I, as a black man, am having a conversation with a white man, and then another white man comes up and just starts talking directly to the white guy that I'm talking to without even acknowledging that I'm there, he just comes up and starts talking. Oh, hey, Jim, what do you think about such and such? Well, no, bitch, we were thinking about this and this. And I hate that, and people do that all the time. And the only thing I hate more than that is when a white person I'm talking to turns around and starts having that conversation with the other white guy. It's disrespectful. And then if I say, you know what, I don't mind if you two white folks just totally disrespect and disregard me, but get the, get the hell away from my desk while you do it. That has happened at my job. Wow. Exactly like that. And both of the white guys looked at me like I was crazy, but they know I'm from Inglewood. <laughs> so they didn't say nothing. <laughs> and I'm sure they won't. And they again. won't. And they won't. And you know what? And I'm hoping one of y'all listening to it now. <laughs> you know, come holler at a brother if you don't like it. Man. But um, at any rate, we need to um, we need your help. If you truly believe that Black Lives Matter, live your white life as if black lives matter and make sure that the other white people that you know do the same thing and we would appreciate it absolutely i think i think that again you know thinking about how this movement that's been around for a long time got you know even more publicized due to the tragic death 
of George Floyd. You know, we're dealing with the tragic death of Breonna Taylor, who, by the way, her murderers still have not been prosecuted. Her murderers are still on the damn police force. They ain't even, they, they ain't even got a suspension, have they? No, no. You know? They're still working. And, and it, 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 it's crazy because out of tragedy, the world switched their focus and said, you know what? We got to say something. And it was a trend. And now people are not saying it again. But mark my words, it's going to be brought up even more so now that everybody's switching back over to the election. Well, we certainly hope so. We certainly hope so. And um, we may at some point, um, little buddy and I are going to record um, another show later on this week. We may do a series of election specials. We need to. We, we got to do it. And the first one may be, what do black people do in 2020? When you have an absolutely hateful Republican in office, but the Democrats really ain't doing a whole bunch for our ass. That's a topic we might try to cover later on this week and pop it up as a special. Oh yeah. So, good. so look at us on Facebook and um, holler at us on Twitter. Yeah, I think you should ask the question. And Instagram it. And um, what should be the question? We're going to put up a question. You should ask the question. What do black people do? Just what you said. And let's just see what other people's responses are. You know what I mean? What do black people do in 2020 with that mofo in office and with the Democrats that we have to be heard? I mean, let me not even go there because <laughs> that's another show. I know. I know. And see, and that's why we need to do that. Yeah. That is why we need to do that because there's just so much stuff, and I wanna, um, I wanna get kind of toward wrapping this up. Like I say, we didn't talk about, we didn't talk about 35 percent of what we would have liked to talk about, right? And we're gonna have to get better about our time management skills, <laughs> yes, and are. stop going off on these tangents. <laughs> I think probably. 20% of this show was talking about stuff we need to do in other shows. And uh, we need to stop doing that. And we will going down the line as we actually start to cover some of this stuff. We really didn't get to talk about any music. We didn't get to talk about any sports at all. It's all right. And man, I love sports. And the Lakers are in the bubble. We leaving them wanting. We, 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 I know. We, we leaving them wanting more. They, I know. They, they know what they're going to get. I know. But you know what? On the way out of here, let us say that this, um, we just ended the Democratic National Convention. Congratulations to Biden. Congratulations to Kamala. Yes. Oh, man. Um, you know, Kamala came in and um, in the show that we, in the show that we didn't get up, we were going to talk about how um, people were trying to say Kamala wasn't black enough and all of that stuff. And that was crazy. But it's not necessary to talk about it now because Kamala shut it down. Didn't she? Kamala shut it down. Biden gave the best speech of his life. And what can I say about my real president and my real first lady? Man. In perpetuity. If we could, I would have elected them king and queen. <laughs> Lord, Barack and Michelle. Oh my gosh, they killed it. They they really shut it down. Oh, they had me in tears. It was it was so good. You know, Michelle just has such a way of reaching and connecting with everybody on both sides of the I mean, she she is the bipartisan, you know, black girl magic that 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 America needs right now. Oh, you know what? If you look up black girl mag magic in the encyclopedia, I think you might see a picture of a shit. Oh, absolutely. Because good lord. Plus, she fine as hell. And she I'm sorry, is. Barack. She's but gorgeous. she is. She's gorgeous. At any rate, um, I believe that was a success. I am anxiously looking forward 
to the Republican National Convention <laughs> featuring the people that wanted to shoot at the protesters. Wow. The kid in the MAGA hat that cussed out the Indian. Wow. Native American. The My Pillow Man. Oh, yeah. And who else? Scott Bale. <laughs> Stacy Dash. You know, she gonna pop up. Stacy Dash or Stacy Cash? <laughs> Stacy Dash. Okay. <laughs> you can Google Stacy Cash. Oh, I've done that before. <laughs> At any rate, um, get out and vote, everybody. Yes. Black people especially. I want to mention for one second that there is a Facebook page called Black Knowledge. And I think it might be a Russian bot. It's this guy named Boyce Watkins, who I first knew of because he gave financial advice. He does this thing called Financial Juneteenth, which I guess means black people is the last folks in America that are going to find out what to do with their money. <laughs> But at any rate, this page, this black knowledge page, they keep saying a bunch of stuff about since the Democrats ain't doing nothing for you, you might as well not vote at all. And that's the gist of a lot of stuff they've been saying over the last couple of weeks. So, um, brothers and sisters, don't fall for it. It's propaganda. It is. It is. I believe so. And we're going to cover it. Um, in a much more in-depth manner on one of our election specials. In the meantime, I think it's about time for us to get the heck on up out of here, little buddy. Man, I'm excited. This this was this was great. This is a really good conversation, and I'm I'm just ready to see what the people think about the gossip about that gator. That gate, you know we have an acronym. That gator? That gator. Gossip is that what it is? That's what it is. Gospel quarter rod, that gator. You know why? Because you always bite. That's why. Oh, I, you know what? I'm trying. I'm trying. I just want to tell you that if this was just you and I sitting up having a conversation and nobody in America ever listened to this, I'd be cool with that. I, any opportunity I have to listen to the gospel according to Rob, count me in. Alright. So, for my A1 from day one, little buddy, this is Rob. We'll see you next time.